Many people have spent a night in a four-poster bed at a hotel, and some may have one at home, but they're unlikely to have got the full benefit from it within a modern building. Think instead of a Tudor room, which would have been drafty even if there was glass in the window frame. Tudor houses rarely had corridors, and access to rooms was generally through other rooms, so people would wander through now and again, and servants and children would be asleep on other beds within the same room. Even within larger, wealthier homes, few people had a room to themselves. With no separate servants' quarters, that was a later architectural development, some of the largest houses had the most crowded bedrooms. A house's occupants were more likely to be divided according to sex rather than social class, with male children and servants in one room and female children and servants in another. You, meanwhile, are tucked up inside your own private tent of thick, usually woolen, curtains, which muffle the sounds of other people's snores, allow a fug of warmth to build overnight, and keep away prying eyes and ears. Beds came in a range of shapes, sizes, and materials, and I've slept in them all. Simple piles of straw on earthen floors, sacks of straw on raised sleeping platforms, Pieces of rush matting, wooden box beds, rope-strung truckle beds, small bedsteads on wheels that could be moved out of the way during the day beneath larger bedsteads, hay mattresses, flock or wool mattresses, and feather beds. Some had just blankets, while others had sheets, pillows, bolsters, and coverlets. Some of the four-posters came with wooden ceilings, generally called testers, and some with cloth tops. I've used such beds at all times of year, in temperatures ranging from 28 degrees centigrade to minus 10, in the snow and frost, as well as the height of summer, alone and in company. I can confidently state that I understand why so many Tudor people gave beds a central position in their thoughts. The more elaborate the bed, the more expensive it was, and beds belonging to the nobility with four-post testers, silken hangings, multiple mattresses, fine linen sheets, and ample sumptuous coverings, could be worth more than a small-scale farmer's entire holding. Yeomen and husbandmen, living and working upon the land, generally made do with a wooden bedstead and a flock or wool mattress, while their labourers and servants were lucky to be up off the floor. A simple loose pile of straw formed the bedding of many of the landlers, especially at the beginning of the period. Sleeping in a loose pile of straw upon an earthen floor in your clothes is fine when the straw is clean and well fluffed up and there's plenty of it, at least for a night or two, but it's not a good long-term solution. Mice and rats were common, and loose straw can work its way between every layer of clothing. After a few days, the straw begins to break into short lengths and splinters, which can irritate the skin far more. The dust can cause problems for many people, and it is hard to keep yourself clean. Simply putting the straw into a closely woven sack and sleeping on that works much better, so long as you give the sack a really good shake each day. If you fail to look after your bed, it can quickly become compacted and lumpy. The word bed in Tudor England meant something close to what we today mean by the word mattress, so this straw-filled sack was known as a straw bed in its own right. 
A wooden frame to raise it off the floor was an additional refinement, listed in inventories and wills as a bedstead. Hay-filled beds are far more comfortable than straw beds, as hay is a softer, finer material, and there are even differences between types of straw. Barley straw is more comfortable than wheat straw, for example. Many people carefully selected not just the main bulk of the straw, but also additional stuffing from the straw of particular plants to aid a good night's sleep. A whole family of plants has the common name bed straw for precisely this reason. Ladies' bed straw, or gallium verum, was considered to be the finest. Not only is it very soft to sleep on, but it smells of freshly mown hay, even when dry and old, and it helps to deter insects, in particular fleas and body lice. If such insects were a major problem...